when we believe that others are making us miserable, we deserve to suffer. <laughs> we don't have to suffer, but we deserve to because this kind of suffering is truly optional. No one in the world is responsible for your feelings or happiness. Only you are. So if someone in your life is currently, quote unquote, making you miserable, this might be for you. Let's talk about it right now. See you inside. Welcome to the Women Rising Together podcast, a place for women with a deep desire to change their lives and the course of their future. And now here's your host, life coach, Addie Sharf Helbling. Hello there, gorgeous. How are you? I hope life is treating you amazing. Welcome to episode 90. Today, we're talking about self-made suffering. Yes, a lot of times, too often actually, our suffering that we go through is self-made, self-imposed, if you will. Just look around you and just kind of it's, it's very plain to see once you become aware of it. I wasn't always aware of this concept of myself, but now I am. And it is true that sometimes we will be annoyed by what people do or say or how they say it. Oftentimes we say to ourselves, it's not what you said, but it's how you said it. Right, but we have to remember that this type of thing is normal. When we think of things that happen as they shouldn't happen, that's that's when we get in trouble. Like they shouldn't be saying that, they shouldn't be saying it that way, all these kinds of things. This is just our our thinking, and all that stuff is truly optional. Because we can be annoyed, unhappy, or even hurt many times. But for how long are we going to let what other people say or do, even if they're saying it to us, you know, how long are we going to let that bother us? And it's really one of the things that I want to point out that is very important is to remember that the only reason we are annoyed is because of what we are thinking about what they said. Is what we are making it mean. There's no other reason other than that. And we also too often forget that we misinterpret. We misunderstand what other people are saying. We misunderstand each other. One person can say something and mean one thing, but we hear and make it mean something completely different. And that's where the confusion comes in. And we must also take into account that everybody really, ourselves included, there's we all act in any given circumstance, according to our capacity. Everybody is only capable of doing so much, of saying so much, of the way they deal with life. 
ourselves included, how we deal with life's challenges. And we almost always misinterpret these kinds of things. The way someone acts or interprets things is based on our capacity, how, how we cope with life, with things, based on our life experiences and our current life circumstances. So many things go into account, but we are quick to be offended and for way too long sometimes. Um, when someone says or does something that doesn't feel right to us. But we don't stop to take into account, you know, where it's coming from, what they're going through, or any of those things. I think one of the uh, uh, major things, major things that people um, complain about is when people are too controlling. You know, they want to control me or... Maybe you feel controlled or somebody accuses you of being controlling. But we have to remember that when somebody is quote unquote controlling us, it's not really a reflection of us. It's only a reflection of um, our own thinking, of their thinking. And somebody accuses you of trying to control them, it's only because you are trying to operate, if you will, do things in a way that has to do with your capabilities of doing something. It is very important that we take a moment and pause as to, maybe when we're giving instruction to somebody, but most importantly, when somebody is trying to um, tell us how to do something and we feel controlled, it's really important to understand that when somebody seems controlling, it's because they are dealing, we are dealing with our own capabilities, how our mind sees things. So for example, say I want to quote unquote show you how to do the dishes or how to make the bed. It's not a reflection of you not knowing how to do the dishes or not knowing how to make a bed. It is only my own brain's interpretation and way of doing things. And sometimes we can't put that aside as humans. We have to uh, come to the aid. I don't know what it is, our brain. I don't know how our brain works, but you know, say somebody's doing dishes at your house and they have the hot water running forever or or somebody's boiling water and they just have that pot boiling forever without anything in it. Your brain will come to will want to come to the rescue and say, "Hey, you you shouldn't run the hot water so long or you shouldn't boil water so high for so long or you shouldn't make the bed this way whatever it may be and the other person or you will take it as you are trying to control me we see that all the time and it creates people do not like to be controlled humans don't like to be controlled and it's a it's an awful feeling to feel that but we forget that all of us have limited or not limited, but different ways of coping, of dealing with things. 
And we take that behavior as you're trying to control me. It's just that too often, I've seen it before and I've experienced it in my own life. We we take that as th- that behavior as meaning that there's something wrong with how I'm doing things. It's something to do with me. And believe me, it does not. Uh, how, how others do life has nothing to do with you. It's just how they do it. Even if you were not the one doing the dishes, if somebody else was doing the dishes, making the bed, um, raking the leaves outside, whatever it may be, it's that person is going to have their own. And this is something I have experienced for myself. Uh, When somebody thought I was being too controlling, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I am not trying to control you. My brain tells me because of my limited experience or whatever it may be in my own brain is telling me that this is the way to do things. But those are my limitations and we impose those on other people, therefore causing angst and suffering and discomfort and all these things. And so let's not forget when this these things happen to us, when somebody uh, other... Let me restate that. When others seem to be trying to control us, it's not that they're trying to control us. Their their brain is just trying to do things the way we works for them. So don't you go around thinking that somebody's trying to control you or that somebody's not doing enough for you. The one of the main components of this um, thinking is that. Either people are doing something wrong, people are trying to control me, or people are not doing enough for me. They're just all self-involved. You want to do everything the way you want to do it. You don't care about anybody else. And that's flawed thinking, flawed thinking that will only cause us to have, it, it, it will create unnecessary suffering. And it doesn't have to be that way. When we live our life on our own terms and allow others to just do life the way they've always done it, just picture somebody is 65, for example. They've always done life the way they're doing it with you right now. You text them, they don't text you back. You call them, they don't call you back. Uh, Whatever it may be, they've always done it that way. And whether you are in the picture or somebody else is in the picture, that's exactly how they're going to do it. So don't go thinking that the way they do something has anything to do with you. That's just how they are. That's just how we are. When you receive a text, you may text back right away. But if if somebody texts you at two in the morning, and you see it and you're like, what in the world? Why is somebody texting me at two in the morning? I'm going back to sleep if you were woken up or whatever. And you will not text back until until 8 a.m. tomorrow. But maybe that person is thinking, what? Wow, why aren't they texting me back? I know they're up at two in the morning. It is all an interpretation of how 
we process things and how we believe other people should process things. And too often we cause ourselves this unnecessary suffering because we are misinterpreting and thinking that people should do things a certain way. Why should they do things a certain way, the way we do them? Well, uh, that may sound a little bit harsh, but we are being selfish in a way when we think that somebody should do things our way in order for us to be happy instead of doing it their way so they can be happy and then we don't have to worry about their happiness because they are, they are happy on their own. It's so bizarre, but we humans do this all the time. We become so entangled in how people do life and we, we take it personally. They don't call us back right away. They don't text us back right away. They said they're going to do something and they didn't do something. But listen, if that's what they're doing, it's not because of you. That's just how people do it. That's just how they do it. It's not about you. You don't have to get bent out of shape. I don't have to get bent out of shape because I text somebody and they don't text me back in in the amount of time that I think would be uh, reasonable or you send somebody a gift and they don't send you a thank you until, you know, two months later. <laughs> this, it, it's just how people operate. Everybody, everybody operates differently. So please do yourself and those you love a favor. Do not demand of them to change how they do their life, how they live their lives in order that you may be happier or worse yet, that you you may be unhappy because of their behavior. It's, it's unfair. It's not sustainable in a self-imposed suffering. This is not necessary. So, you know, it's like, how many people do you know in your life? Do you know 10 people? Do you know 100, 200? How many people do you know in your life? And imagine that you had to please every single person you know in order for them to be happy. How would you feel if you had to show up for, you know, at the minimum 10 people, but maybe, you know, more than, I think most of us know more than 10 people. Maybe in our regular lives, people that really matter to us may be more in like the 20 or 25 or whatever. Um, what if you had to constantly be changing how you do life in order that somebody else may be happy? This person wants you to text them right away. This person, if you call them and you miss their call, they expect a call immediately or you know, in, within 24 hours, because if you don't, then it means you don't care. What if somebody expects you to check in with them every day at 2 p.m. if you're gone on vacation or with family or whatever, and you forget to do that? If you are too um, preoccupied, busy, whatever, celebrating, whatever, it, it doesn't matter the why. Like, people expect you to do something and if you have a hundred people everybody's going to have a different expectation of you do you want to be one of those 100 people that expects people in your life to to dance to your tune in order that you may be happy absolutely not at least i would hope not we must allow and receive what others can freely give 
of themselves to us. And it would be so lovely if the reverse was true. And demand nothing and appreciate everything. Appreciate what somebody can give, whether it's a little bit or, you know, rarely. But whatever they do is what they can do. No more being miserable because of what others do or say. Because what what others do or say has nothing to do with you or me. Is what works for them based on their life experiences of what their life is like on a daily basis, day and night, which we are not there to see. Only they know what they have to deal with. We don't know. We can only guess. So if all you need to, you know, take some stress off yourself, some unnecessary suffering from yourself is allow others to have the life they, not just the life that they want or need, but that they desire or not desire, but that they deserve. We all deserve to have a life that is the most fulfilling, the most peaceful to us, whatever that means. This means different things to different people. Some people want to go out all the time, take a walk. Some people want to be home all day. Some people want to, or whatever it is that is good for them. If we allow each other to do that and whatever they can give to us, we accept with gratitude and are happy for that. It would be so much Peaceful, I suppose. Peaceful for all of us concerned in each other's lives. Excuse me, in each other's lives. So everything that you actually need to have a full, amazing life is already inside of you. You have that inside of you right now. Sorry, I had to pause to clear my throat, but... Everything you already have is inside of you right now. And everything that you need from other people as far as, you know, feeling part of if they are in your family or your friend circle or whatever. If you accept with gladness, with gratitude, what they can give of themselves without you asking, demanding, especially not demanding from them is really the perfect recipe to have a more peaceful existence or coexistence with each other. I really encourage you if there's anything going on in your life right now where you feel that somebody is not measuring up, not showing up in the way that you need them to, for whatever reason, re-examine those thoughts. Uh, if you have a passion for rock climbing and your spouse does not like that, find a buddy that will rock climb with you. Whatever it may be in your life. And allow your um, the sameness that you have, the commonalities that, that you have in common, for that to flourish when you get together. 
that's the best way to really make the best of relationships is when we allow each other to be ourselves and to really enjoy the things that we have in common with each other and not demand that somebody shows up for us in a way that it's just not natural for them and that would be a stretch for them for whatever reason. We all have different reasons why we can't do certain things. And when we understand that and we just don't question that and only focus on enjoying the commonalities that we have in common. I guess commonalities means something we have in common. But really, when we focus on those things we have in common, that's that's the sweet spot right there. And I wish that for you in your life. Okay, friend, thank you for being here. I hope you have a beautiful day. And I hope to see you on the next episode. Hey, do you have a life coach? If you don't have one yet, I would love to be your coach. I created the Master Your Craft program designed to work in specific areas or challenges in your life in a way that works for your specific situation, and I think you would love it. To find out more, click the link in my Instagram bio, A Women Rising Together, where you can also connect with me. Also, if you're finding this podcast useful, I would so appreciate it if you were head over to iTunes and give it a review and rating to help me reach more women who may benefit from listening. See you next time. And until then, let's keep rising.